How you doing? This is Black Shy Guy here with another podcast episode. Thanks for joining me. Hopefully your weekend went well. Hopefully your entire week of last week went smooth into the weekend. And we got a lot of things going on. Before we start, before we get into our main topic, which basically is going to discuss what makes up the majority of men and women. Is it average or one percenters? Before I get into detail about that, I want you to get a drink. And as always, I thank you for sitting at my table. I've been I've been listening to a lot of um turning point discussions about the Hamas situation. I know a lot of people is like, whoa. I know a lot of people are sick of hearing about it. I know a lot of people are really tired of um, hearing both sides. And I know that people just want this whole ordeal when it comes to the war to end. They want peace to be made. Obviously, that's impossible for the simple fact that there's only one side that wants peace and the other side wants total obliteration of the other. But it's always interesting to hear what the next generation, the generation that we're depending on to continue running either this country or running the entire world. It's always interesting to hear what they think, how their mind works. And it's really, it's frightening. Honestly, it's really frightening to hear how these, how today's youths, how they think, how they process stuff. How stubborn they can be. And I'm not saying I'm not saying this because I'm favoring one side. Because I do look the, at the total at uh, the total, you know, situation as a whole. It's just the way the youths think nowadays. They're not even willing to listen and process and learn. I don't even think a lot of times these youths hear what's coming out of their mouths. One situation I'm talking about, obviously, before we get into the main topic, I just want you guys to witness this debate with Charlie Kirk and a, a supposed pro-Hamas student, okay? I want you to listen how obvious, obvious some scenarios are and how stubborn the student is to not accept the facts. There's a lot of times when you just got to understand and accept what is and not what can be. You understand what I'm saying? Got to just accept it. I want you to join me in a simple discussion of this going back and forth scenario with Charlie Kirk and this pro Hamas student. Let's start it. Let's see, three minutes in. Okay, let's start at three minutes in because I want to really kind of skip the introduction. Let's not even skip the introduction. I want you to witness it the same way I witnessed it. Also, for the record, um, not that it matters, but if I were to host an event on campus, I'd be more than happy to have people disagree with me to come first. Unfortunately, I do not get to host events. I wish. Uh, first off, I wanted to just make a, a small factual correction to something that you said uh, which is about the 130 
uh, migrants on the terror list that have crossed the border. Um, the actual number is 160, and those were numbers that had been stopped at the border, meaning they were prevented from entering, uh, which means that these people were stopped during the Biden administration. Right. So you're not exactly strengthening your argument. Um, it's actually higher. Thank you. And so how many gotaways have there been at the border this year? Say that again? Sorry. Got gotaways, people that weren't tracked that we don't know that came into the interior? Uh, unfortunately, that's kind of hard to track, as you said. Uh, however, that's actually, I just want it's not the same way you got that info of got uh, of people who were stopped is the same way you can get the info of people who actually got away but let's continue yeah it's about five hundred thousand minimum wow, okay yeah, i just wanted wow. to give you that number though just so that you're aware but um that's actually not my question my or my point i guess my point was about uh palestine um you what? mentioned what, what country palestine is oh, okay where is that in the middle east Wait, is it in Judea and Samaria? I'm sorry, say that again. I can't hear you. What, well. what, what country are you talking about? Palestine. It exists? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he doesn't realize what he's, he's, he's telling them. Because there's no place called Palestine. Okay? <laughs> there's no place called Palestine. But let's continue. Oh. In fact, it existed before the current <laughs> Israel. Oh, really? Yes. According to who? Uh, according to history books. Oh, okay. So wait, you mean Judea and Samaria, the rightful homeland of the Jews that they call the West Bank and they're currently occupying? If you're going by religion, sure. I personally don't go by religion. Oh, what do you what do you go by then? What where the Arabs want to occupy? Logic. Oh, and really? History. So whose is Gaza? Uh, Gaza is a location. I'm sorry, I'm getting a call, and I don't want that to interfere in the mic. Uh, Gaza's location within Palestine. But I'd like to go on to my point, if you will. Um, currently, okay. Israel is actually being labeled by international human rights organizations such as Amnesty International as an apartheid state because they are attacking many people from within Palestine and they have been actually, the land has been stolen from Palestine. Not to say that the people in uh, Israel do not deserve their own land. I am, personally, I am a believer in a two-state solution. I want to make that clear. And I also want to make clear that I do not agree with the uh, recent incident. When they go into this, when they go into the theory, when they go into the logic of um, places were taken away, let's let's throw a hypothetical. Let's let's just agree one hundred percent with what he's saying. If he wants to go into that the theory that the Israel stole the land from the Palestinians, right? Stole the land. That's how a lot of places have been made. That's 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 history. That's history itself. He's 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 talking about history, but does he not know history? That's what takes place. People get conquered. That's what takes place. And I'm going totally hypothetical here. I'm going with what he's saying. I'm agreeing with what he's saying. My rebuttal to that is, well, people get conquered. That's what happens. It is what it is. If he wants to be brutal about it, I'm going to be brutal as well. People get conquered. It happens all the time throughout history. Let's continue. It's because there is no excuse for harming civilians. However, I do want to make you're a morally point. clear on that. Good. Thank you. Uh, I do want to make clear that also um, Israel has captured more than 228 Palestinian children in which they held in containment. And of these, 86% uh, were beaten. Oh, and these were, by the way, 
the, the 220 is only those that were able to be surveyed, so they were recovered. Um, the 86% of those were beaten in detention, 69% were strip searched, and 42% were injured at the point of arrest. Uh, additionally, I would like to add, due to your claim about dictators, that Benjamin Netanyahu has been in power since 2009, and he also held in power since from 1996 when all your information, listen, because obviously there's nothing wrong when you look when you look through the internet to find information to try to strengthen your argument, etc. But when you don't look, when you don't look deeper, right? And, and, and I'm just saying, I'm saying this because it's facts. If you don't look deeper, and all you're doing is reading, when all you're doing is reading off a Google search. With no facts backing what you're reading off the Google search. You don't have a rebuttal. Because all you're doing is reading off what you're reading. What you found on the Google search. Usually when people do their research. They read off what they got on the Google search. But what they also did was look at that information. And dug deeper. To find out why that information is what it is. Which were which is it could probably it could probably be a fact on its own, but you want to put a stamp on it by looking deeper and finding out how that came to be. So when Charlie Kirk throws him a, a, a rebuttal, he has no rebuttal in return because all he has is what he found in the Google search, what he's reading off his phone right now. Let's continue. In clarity, more than agreement, because we're, we're not going to find agreement. Um, if Israel stopped fighting, what would happen? If they laid down all their guns tomorrow, what would happen? I personally, I can't say I'm not in charge of any of the leadership. Yes, so all the Jews would be killed. If Hamas it's laid not down. It's Judaism, though. If, if Israel's actually the ones that have taken Palestine's land. Okay, again. I can't believe. <clears throat> I can't believe how stubborn some people can be. Let's be honest with ourselves, people. If Israel put down all their weapons, because this is what Charlie Cook, maybe he's confused, maybe he didn't understand the question. If Israel put down their weapons and said, we don't want to fight no more, enough is enough. You're telling me Hamas will not gun them down right where they stand. Yes, they will. They will. It's in their commandments. They will kill every single living Jew that they can get their hands on if Jews just lie down and surrender. That That is a fact. There's no debating that because Hamas said it themselves. They want the death of every single Jew. They said it themselves. So how can you defend something that was stated from the very, from the very mouths of the people you're trying to defend? That they want to kill every single Jew. Can people be that stubborn? Let's continue. Just, I'm just trying to find some moral clarity. If Hamas laid down all of their weapons, what would we have? 
there would be no more Palestine. Peace is what we would have. No, that's... We would have... You telling me if Hamas laid down all their weapons, the Jews would go on in there and slay every single one? No, that's, that's bull. That's bull and we know it. I apologize. That was my phone. I am going to silence my phone right now. You know, that's when everybody wants to talk to you, you know? That's when everybody wants to talk to you when you're doing a podcast. <laughs> oh, but in actuality, yes, they will be, they will issue peace. If Hamas wanted to lay down all their weapons and say, we want to stop fighting. And let me correct myself. I'm not talking about after what they have done. On the 7th. I'm talking about. I am talking about. Prior to that. If they said. We don't want no fighting anymore. There's no way Jews will go in there. And, and just align, annihilate them. <laughs> Impossible. And you can't prove that. Because Jews never said we want to kill every single living Palestinian in the world. They never said that. But Hamas did. About the Jews. Hamas did. The, 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 the hate against the Jews is, is, is crazy to me. Because Jesus, I've never seen... I thought, I'm not going to lie, and, 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 and believe me, I, I'm not above correction. I always say that because I'm not above anyone else who has an opinion. If you have an opinion of your own, it, it, it is what it is. Just because I have an opinion is not greater than your own. It's not, okay? We all have opinions. We can all have a decent conversation here. What I'm saying is, right, if, if, the, if the Jews did not want to fight anymore and Hamas agreed to that, there will be peace easily. Easily. Hamas does not want peace. They want the obliteration of that people, of those people. They want obliteration, total annihilation, total extinction. That's what they want. I can't believe this student can't see that. Peace. Excuse my language, but that's bullshit. And you okay, know so let, let me ask this. Why did Israel give Gaza back to the Arab Muslims? For peace. Yep. Why did they then give the Sinai to Egypt Gaza? for why peace? Missiles over there. No, hold on a second. Why did they give why did they give the Sinai to Egypt? They had to build a dome because it was getting constant rockets from Gaza. Like, are you serious? Why you let me hear what he For peace. Why did they give the Gaza Gaza strip to the Palestinian Authority? For peace. In Hamas's charter, what does it say? Yes. I'm not defending Hamas. How is... How, well, hold on a second. It, you're, it you're, seems like you are defending Hamas. Seems like you are, but let's continue. For defending the Palestinian Authority, which is partners with Hamas, and they duly elected oh, no, them. No, no, no. How not is, how is Hamas's charter any different than Nazi Germany's charter towards the Jews? I'm not defending any of that. And for one... So it's, what, what are you defending? Hold on. Exactly. For one, I'm defending the right of Palestine to exist, which I want to clarify... I am not telling you that you're being Islamophobic by supporting Israel. I'm not telling you that you want to kill the Muslims. So trying to say that the existence no, no, of Palestine here's a fact. Let me is anti-Semitic is I think this last ridiculous. weekend displayed the holes in your argument. 
When Jews go for their high holy day, Arabs come in and kill Jews. When Arabs want to have peace, the Jews will come to the table for a peace agreement. Abraham Accords, the Oslo Accords. Any time that the Arabs want to talk, the Jews will come to the table to talk in the pursuit of peace. Meanwhile, this weekend, in a slight vulnerability, what happened? Jews are celebrating the end of Yom Kippur, the reading of the Torah, and they come in and they kill 900 Jews. And answer me this. If this was an isolated incident, why were they greeted as heroes by the people of Gaza after they killed 900 women and children? I want to make this clear once more because you seem to not be understanding. I am not defending. You don't seem to be understanding. You don't seem to be understanding. You don't seem to be understanding. Because he's trying to explain to you in its entirety. That every time you make a rebuttal, it seems like you're backing up what they've done. It's almost like, like you're saying, well, Hamas had to deal with this. You know, anytime you, 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 may, you say, but, you're trying to make an excuse for what the other person have done. A am I wrong? Correct me if I am. Defending these actions, I am simply refuting the claims that you made of earlier in this argument. Here's the thing. I, I think a two-state solution sounds great if you don't actually live in reality. Let me tell you what reality is. The Arabs don't want to govern their own people. They would rather hate Jews. Every day they're saying death to the Jews, kill the Jews. They do not want to govern their own people. There is no middle ground when they have... They're, they're screaming to the sky for Antifada. Israel has been at the table time and time again. Do you agree? Abraham Accords, trying to find peace, trying to sit down with Mahmoud Abbas. The Israelites have hundreds yes, of Palestinian children in detention. They have sent missiles to Palestine and killed hundreds of civilians. After this event, Netanyahu declared that he will send missiles to Palestine in an area where the Palestinian civilians are not able to leave. Wait, hold and on a second. Hold on a second. You, you mean the Gaza? Yes. Right, where they actually gave warnings to apartment buildings. Exactly. What kind of, it's so bad Gaza. that they tell they people. If they can't leave Gaza, it's because Hamas themselves are ordering them. I don't believe they're telling them. I believe, I believe Hamas is ordering them not to leave. That I believe with, with a strong heart. I believe Hamas is ordering their civilians not to leave. So they can become a martyr if they are killed by those missiles that are launched. They, they, I, I, I strongly believe that. ...to leave before they bomb them. Hamas comes on a holy day in the kibbutzes and cuts women's heads off at concerts. The moral equivalence is so different. And let me just ask you, what do you think is a bigger impediment to peace, Hamas or Israel? Uh, if you would like, I'd prefer if you could stop interrupting me. Um, well, I'm the speaker, you're not. So let me just like... It's a, you, 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 you're in his event. You're in their event. You're... Listen. You're not the, you're not the main protagonist here. You're, you're, you're not. You're not the main protagonist. You could be the antagonist, but you're not the main protagonist. We didn't come for you. Be, remind you, like, you're a college kid. You say 
you came to our event. So let, let me just ask sure. you a very clear question. Bigger impediment to peace, Palestinian Authority or Israel? Israel. Prove it. Israel, so, they're the biggest impediment Israel to peace? Israel has not come to the table. Israel has given up land. When was the last time the Palestinian Authority willingly gave up land for peace? I can't, I can't continue this. I, this is where, it, this is where, it, it, this is where that discussion ends right there because you, you, you can't, you listen, like I said before on my other podcast, there's some people you just can't listen to. There's some people you can't have discussions with because the facts will be right in front of their face and they'll keep on denying and denying and denying and denying. You, you, you can't discuss certain things with people. It's impossible. Some people are stubborn to the core. Do you understand that there's some people who don't want to find a solution to the very argument of the very debate that they're in? They don't want to find a middle ground. You can literally, you can literally say this is the color yellow. Look, put it in front of their face, and they will, and they will say that 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 that's not yellow, that's purple. <laughs> there are people like that. There are people that you just can't have conversations with. You can't. It's impossible. Like I said before, there are people you just can't conversate with. They pout. They slam the doors. They stomp their feet. They scream. There are people you just can't have conversations with. Listen, I learned, right? I learned that some people you just can't waste your time with. There are some people that can be your associates, maybe even your friends. There are some friends you just can't have a conversation with. And I know a lot of you guys have those friends that, you know that friend that you just can't conversate with them. You can't. It's almost like talking to a child. That they can't have a civilized conversation. Because they either, either pout at you. They either, they either yell at you. You know what I mean? They either scream. They can't keep a, they can't keep a, re, a regular tone. They got to scream at you. They might even walk off the conversation. Or if it's on the phone, they might hang up the phone on you. They can't reach a middle ground. They can't. All they want to do is be heard. They don't want to listen to understand at all. There are just some people you just can't talk to. Listen, when I have a conversation with someone, right? I And, and, and I have conversations with a lot of people. A lot of people uh, that I talk to. I, I, I'm a very, very people person. I'm the type of person that go to the coffee shop, sit down, relax. And there's some people that, you know, they'll see you and they'll say, hey, good morning, whatever. And I'll start a conversation just off of that. Hey, good morning. What are you doing? Or what are you going ahead into work or whatever? We'll have a conversation. And then we'll get into something bigger, a, a more bigger conversation. We'll have a really nice, decent conversation. I'm, I, I love to conversate with people. I love meeting people. There are some people, though, that there's no point in even starting a conversation. Not, no point in even saying good morning to start anything. Because they'll immediately think you want something. Or you have other intentions, evil intentions with the fact that you just said good morning or whatever the case may be. My point is... 
there's just some people that you can't waste your time with. You just got to accept the fact that you will never reach a middle ground or, or, or end the conversation in a civilized manner because it's just the way they are. Not you, just the way they are. And you got to realize that you cannot have a conversation with them, so there's no point in even starting one. When you understand that you you two have, let's say, a difference a, a difference in opinions about a certain subject, don't even start the conversation with them. Don't even start it, because you're just gonna you just you're just gonna burn your brain out. You're you're gonna lose brain cells. They're gonna make you lose brain cells. There's no point. I'm telling you. Just let it go. We're gonna go into the next discussion, right? And obviously, a lot of people is going to be like, oh, Shy Guy, not again. Listen, okay? I got to get into this, all right? I got to get into this discussion when it comes to Myron once again. Because I want to say this. What percentage covers the majority of men and women? When it comes to the dating market, when it comes to just a civil, when it when it comes to civilization itself, I would say that the average covers the majority of both genders. The average covers the majority of both genders. Tell me if I'm wrong. There are not many one percenters out there. Not many, and I'm talking about both genders. Both genders. They are more average than even above average. Above average, there are not many of those either. Average sits highest among both genders. Correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> I believe I'm correct. I do stay, I do believe I stand corrected. We're gonna get into this discussion that Myron had with this young female. And I'm and like I said in my um last podcast, those who know me, those who follow me. Those who understand, who, who understand what I usually try to say when it comes to the Fresh and Fit podcast. And a lot of people say, oh, you don't like, um, listen, do I like the podcast? Do I swear forever that I'm not going to watch the podcast? Yeah, there's been a lot of times I say I'm not going to watch it no more. But this episode was interesting because Myron did not kick out the female that was being not combative with him, but was having a debatable conversation with him. And they were going back and forth. And those are the conversations I really enjoy. And the fact that he didn't kick her out uh, made it made it interesting. I, I really enjoyed their conversation. I really enjoyed their back and forth. And she came out with she came she came out with a rebuttal that was interesting. But I believe that when fresh and fit comes to these podcasts and try to make a debate when it comes to men and women dating. They don't base it off the majority. They only base it off the 1%, and that is a big mistake because you're going to make the average believe that he should be able to do that, that he should be doing whatever you're telling him to do. Because the average in no way, shape, or form is going to do what a 1% can do to a female. Or what a one percent female can do to an, to 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 a man. You know what I mean. And what I'm saying about that, let's dive in. 
let, let's just dive in. I know you guys are saying, oh, Shaggy, you're talking way too much. Listen, it, it, it's a podcast. What else you want me to do? Like, it's a podcast. Come on now. But anyway, let's dive in to this discussion that was pretty interesting. Like I said, Myron did not kick her out quickly. So it resulted in a very decent conversation. One of them did get kicked out, I believe, but not the one that I'm referring to. Let's continue. That wasn't the question okay. I asked. Repeat the, repeat the question. Now, the question I asked is, of those two women that I just described, which one is going to be more likely to follow his lead? I mean, it depends. The first woman. The first one, because she doesn't know you what she's it. doing. Naturally, until yeah. she's lost a few men by not letting him lead, and then you know better now. Yeah, but which one is better? The one that's lost a few men or the one that hasn't? I think the woman that's lost a few men because she knows how to keep one now. Incredible. The girl, wow. yo, these, these girls that have no experience, like, what the hell is going on? Like, wow. so what? She's never sucked a dick and all that stuff. Now you get her home and she still can't suck your dick when you train you can, her. And she still can't do other shit. I should have said that this does get a little vulgar. I should have stated that before I started this conversation. But as, as, as you can see, the conversation is leading up to experience compared to non-experience. Youth compared to older and I believe right because we don't even have to dive through this whole conversation to understand what I'm trying to say and the mistakes that in in a way fresh and fit is is doing by saying some of the things they say and listen there's a lot of things that they say I 100% agree with I would say that about 65 to 70% of what they say, I totally agree with. It's just the 30 to 35% that I don't agree with. That irks me. Let's continue. When you were young, you didn't know, right? So when right. I coach you, one man coach you, you're good to go. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, but I also have a homegirl right now, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. She's been with one guy. Yeah. I feel so bad for her, right? Yeah. Because she tells me about this bedroom experience with a man that she's been with for years, and it's terrible. And she doesn't have nothing to compare it to. She just knows it's not satisfying her. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. She just knows she doesn't she like it. But yeah. she doesn't have nothing to compare it she to no to be able to show him, like, okay, you're not doing it right. This is really how I like to be pleased. Like, there's a gift and a curse to that. Does she yes, tell a man, him that? A man wants a girl without a past, but it depends on she's living currently in her past and, and her past experiences. Like, like, dicks. like, if I was this girl, then. Like, this part of the conversation is really not that interesting because we discussed it plenty of times in my podcast about ladies' past. Nobody wants a, a, a woman with a past, but let's let, let's just tickle that a bit, right? Let's just tickle that a bit, right? Of course, a man doesn't want a woman that has a heavy past. Nobody, nobody wants that. Majority. Let me say majority of people don't want that. Well, I would say that men will only will marry a woman most likely who doesn't have a past. Oh, I know. I'm I'm going back. Let's say a man will marry a woman whose past is not as bad. 
Because the way the world is, come on now, let's be serious. If we want to be, if we want to keep it real, let's keep it gullied. All right, let's keep it gullied. Let's keep it a buck. Men and women, they both have passed. And I 100% agree with Fresh and Fit when when a man really doesn't want a woman with a nasty past. They don't. They, they, they find it repulsive. It's true. It's true. I 100% agree with that. But there are certain things they say that is beyond this because I really don't want to stay with the fact of a woman's past, a woman's, because we've discussed that plenty of times in this podcast. But let's con- let's skip forward to where I really want to get to. And let's see if this is it. Talking to, so I'm not taking back what I'm saying. I stand on what I'm saying, and I believe what I'm saying. If you get, if, if me being 21, 18, 19, I'm having, I'm, I have had sex with men that I didn't, I don't know better. You don't know better. You're allowing a man to, to sell you a dream. You mm-hmm. don't know if what's true, what's not. He's basically saying whatever you need to hear to get in your drawer. Now, this is one of the part of the conversation that's really interesting. So let's let's take it back a bit and listen to it in its entirety talking to so i'm not taking back what i'm saying i stand on what i'm saying but i'm definitely not promiscuous now listen the way i was when i was 18 21 I, I gave it up for nothing because i thought a man telling me he liked it listen to what i'm saying to you listen to what i'm saying to you i mean exactly what i'm saying so i say this on any platform i'm talking to so i'm not taking back what i'm saying i stand on what i'm saying and i believe what i'm saying if you get at me being 21 18 19 i'm having I'm, i have had sex with men that i didn't i don't know better you don't know better you're allowing a man to, to sell you a dream you mm-hmm. don't know if what's true what's not he's basically saying whatever you need to hear to get in your drawers until you get mm-hmm. a little older and you realize the next guy you go on a date with this is cap I'm not going to have sex with him without him really proving that he's trying to be with me. Like she's, she was saying earlier, she's that, that part is true. I 100% agree. I do. I, I, I mean, it's not wrong. I mean, unless you're, uh, unless you're 100% licking the balls of fresh and fit, you would honestly agree to that statement right there. How many guys just run game on these young girls? Let's be honest. I'm, I'm just saying, let's be honest. That's, I mean, I mean, what she's saying right there, it's not cap. Let's be honest. I've been having sex with this guy with no title. When I got to a certain age, there is no sex with no title. I'm not just laying down with anybody. I'm not shacking up. I'm not playing house. This is the mm-hmm. first man I've ever lived with. This is the per- first man I'm, I'm buying a house with. I'm not playing house with you. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So there's certain things that you just learn. As and you- how many relationships now people are playing house? They're not married. They're just living with each other. And, and that, that's what she means. If she wants a relationship and she if she wants a relationship that if we're living together, we're going to get married. See, I love these back and forths because I'm a, I'm a man with an open mind. I'm not stubborn. Like I always say, I'm never above correction. I'm always willing to hear people out. And if you make sense and it's logical, then yeah, it can possibly be true. What I'm saying about Fresh and Fit is they say a lot of things that a lot of average men will will not be able to do. A lot of average men will not be able to find a woman of their dreams. Listen, let me get into this. A lot of men will not be able to find a woman of their dreams, sleep with five of the women, and the woman that they're with 
be okay with it. You know what's going to happen to that average man? He's going to get dumped because he's an average man. You see, what, what, what people don't really understand and what Fish and Fit don't say enough. They say it, so don't get me wrong. I know a lot of people are going to say, oh, they say it. They say it, they don't say it enough. Because I know they say you got to be that 1% man. But you have to come into reality, all right? Reality. A lot of people, a lot of your audience, they're average. And, and let's be honest, I'm not trying to... I'm not trying to insult anyone. A lot of people within their audience, they're average men. How many men actually in their audience actually go to the gym, actually work out, actually try to work on their physique, actually work on their career at the same time they're doing that? How many men? I bet they're very few. I bet there are very few and far in between. So your, your your audience is mostly average men that you're telling that they should find a woman of their dreams, a woman who's not promiscuous, a woman who has never had a, a past that will shame her and her family or even you who wishes to marry her or, or decides to marry her. You're telling them to marry her, get her. Right? Get her. But at the same time, when you nab her, go sleep with 10, 20, 30 other ladies. And she should be able to accept that. Let's be logical here. I mean, and I understand they're saying the 1% man can do that. But reality is your audience are a lot of average men. Let's be honest. Because a 1% man would not be listening to your podcast because they've made it already. They're wasting their time listening to your podcast. A lot of men who, who need that father figure are listening to your podcast. And they're listening to this information. And a lot of men are going to be doing those things you're saying while they're in their average state. And losing possibly their love, the love of their life. I mean, let's keep it up. There's no way all these men are going. I'm gonna go into a one percent and then do that. No, they're doing it while, while they're average. Let's keep it up. Let's let's be serious here. Let, let let's not let, let let's not let, let's not put our head in the sand. And like I said, do they say you have to be a 1% man to do those things? Yes. I Like I said, they don't say it enough, though. So if, if it goes over the head of a, a, of a lot of average men. It goes over their head. That information goes over their head. They're automatically like, oh, my God, I can find a woman of my dreams and then sleep with 10 others. That's the, that's the first thing they're thinking. They're not even thinking about the fact that they have to become a 1% man first. So when you bring in these ladies to have this these conversations and these ladies are saying, especially when they go into the conversation of, well, the, the woman has to cook, they has to clean or whatever, etc. And the man really doesn't have to clean, doesn't. Why is that? Why? You telling me the man can't try to help his woman and clean the house sometimes? The man can't can't basically um keep his clothes in order the man actually can come into the house throw his clothes on the floor and the woman should accept the fact that she has to pick it up and wash it who 
You think that's going to happen in a lot of households that the man can literally come in the house, throw his dirty hoodie on the floor, expect the woman to see it on the ground, automatically pick it up and just throw it in the wash because she has to treat him like a king? No, she's going to be like, why the hell did you just come in the house, throw your hoodie on the ground? I'm not your slave. Pick it up. You can hand it to me, or you can at least put it in the hamper so when I wash the clothes, I'll wash it. You don't just come in the fucking house and throw your dirty clothes on the floor. I mean, let's be honest here. Let, are we talking reality, or are we talking about um, um, slavery here? <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, I'm just being honest. I'm just keeping it a buck. Like, that's not going to happen in a regular household. That's not. What they talk about usually is a household. I mean, I, I guess a household with slaves in it. That, that, that's what happens. And then the conversation when it comes to when I come in the house, the girl has to be has to understand that I just came from work and I need her to shut the fuck up. I need her to just cook my food, put it on the table. I don't need her chick chatting all day. I don't want to hear nothing she has to say. She has to allow me to eat my food. And that's that. Who wants that? I don't. <laughs> Who, seriously, like, who wants that? I don't want that. I want to be able to come in my house, and if my lady cook, obviously I want my lady to cook or whatever the case may be, whatever. Me, I'm very, uh, I'm I'm that dude, you know what I mean? I, if, if the lady is worth it, and I come in the house first or whatever, and I know she's going to work late, I'll cook. I don't give a damn. I don't give two shits. But you come in the house she cooked your food she sets it on the table you don't want her to have a conversation with you you want her to just shut up sit down there and be an eye robot while you eat your food because you had a hard day at work and you want to eat in total silence i understand there's going to be those moments that you don't want to have a conversation you just want to come in the house eat your food because i've been there you, you just you just don't want nobody you just don't want to be bothered but you want that on a consistent basis? You want her to shut the fuck up, cook your food, sit on the table, watch you while you eat without saying a word, and when you happen to say a word, all you want her to do is say yes or no or agree or whatever? That's a robot! Let me know what you guys think. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let me know what you guys think. Put your comments down below because I really do think that a lot of the red pill... Um, it's getting out of hand. And like I said, and I hate when people go, oh, you always talking about bad about the repo. I'm not talking bad about the repo because like I said, 70% of what they say I do agree with. It's the 30 and 35% that I don't. I don't agree with it. I don't. Especially when it comes to a lot of average men listening to this shit and believe that they can get away with it when all they're going to be doing is losing the... The one lady that can actually make them happy. You know, it, it, it's just, I don't know. I don't believe entire the, the entirety of what they talk about. I don't. And I think it, some of it is very detrimental to men. They, I, 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 call me, call me whatever you want to call me. Because um, I work hard. I make decent money. I work out. I'm fit. Or whatever, I it's not hard for me to find a woman at all. I don't have problem finding a woman at all. I, that's not a problem for me. But you telling these men to basically find the love of their life or whatever, and to just cheat on her 
It, it, I, I don't know. I don't know. Let me know what you think. It, it's just, it's, it's annoying to really repeat it over and over. You know, you, you guys know what I'm talking about. You guys got, I, I know you guys got brain cells. I know you understand what I'm saying. So just put your comments down below. Um, I really appreciate the support. Make sure you like, subscribe. And also, make sure you follow my podcast. Make sure you follow my YouTube channel. This video will be going up. So make sure you hit that like button. You heard me? This is Black Shy Guy. Hopefully, your week starts out great. I had to work today. I had to work today. I had a long morning. It was an interesting morning. It was a cold morning. That winter is really starting to hit. That winter is really starting to creep in really slow. You know what I mean? It's not creeping in slow. It's creeping... No, it's not creeping in fast, but it's creeping in really slow. You can already feel the chill air every morning. I used to be able to go to the gym in my shorts. Now I got to wear a hoodie to, to hop in my car and go to the gym. It's like, and it, and it be chilly. Sometimes I be thinking about putting on a coat. It be that chilly. I mean, winter is coming, folks. It is what it is. Um, but like I said, hopefully your week is goes, it goes well. Hopefully you, there's a lot of people going through a lot of shit. You know what I mean? And I hope you guys, whatever you guys are going through, I hope you guys are handling it well and not letting, not letting it stress you out to the point of going insane, all right? But this is Black Shy Guy. And as always, I thank you for sitting at my table. I'm out of here. Peace! A large criminal who must be put away. Another innocent victim. I don't know. I don't mean